Um, we back, we back, we Definitely back. Definitely back into the cut, man. Gag. Yo, shout out to the purple people. Welcome to another episode of the Purple Podcast. What's there? What's there? We hope you've had a good week. Um, and we hope you enjoyed our last episode. And here we are again with another one. This time, we're going to start off dealing with... Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Just to get in there, NSARS. NSARS. Now. End corruption. NSWAT. Now. Now. Um, so, just to get straight into it. So, we've got a question from uh, one of our listeners. Um, and essentially, they, they asked... Um, you know, essentially, what are what are some of the boundaries that you should have in a relationship? Mm. Um, the the first question I'd be inclined to ask, you know, or that I think you should understand for yourself, mm. is what what kind of relationship in it is it? I think there are loads of, yeah, and, and they were talking about a romantic relationship, by the way. Yeah. But I think there are even a variety of different kinds of romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, you've you've got for the non Christians, you've got the polyamorous relationship. You've got the polygamous relationship. You've mm -hmm. got, you know, all these kind of different combinations which people choose in their own free will to do. That's which are right. outside the confines of God's structure, but let me not jump on the soapbox. Speaking of God's structure, you had the Christian relationship, which yeah, is yeah. monogamous. Um, and in marriage. Yeah, marriage. Um, and then um, <laughs> you've got... Yeah, so that's essentially, and it's submitted to God, and it's for the purpose of serving one another. Yeah. Now, yeah. this person was like, was most likely talking about outside of the marriage context, but it applies to marriage too. Mm -hmm. um, so, in the boyfriend girlfriend stage, so to speak. Uh, first of all, what are the stages? Because I just to get on the same page. Because oh, gosh. there's dating, there's oh, talking, gosh. there's uh, relationship, then oh, there's gosh. what? What for you are the stages? For me. <sighs> Describe them if you can. For me, I've I got to keep it real. For me, yeah, it's real simple. You hit a girl up and you're just like, cool, boom, feeling your vibe. Yeah, let's go and do something. Cool, you take a mini golf. Man, them don't take her to get food on the first date. That's an amateur, amateur, amateur mistake. <laughs> you go mini golf or you go, or you go like whatever, top golf or arcade or you do whatever. Why is that an amateur mistake? Bro. Ain't no, do you know what it is? For me, yeah, sitting down in front of somebody and eating in front of them is a little bit awkward, isn't it? Let me get to know you what a bit better, especially if it's a stranger. If it's a girl that I've oh, known yeah, already, calm, that's light. Yeah. That's light. But if it's a stranger, yeah, yeah, we don't do them things. Plus, when you do something more interactive, you get to talk, you get to laugh, you get to bust two, sure. two jokes, see her personality, see how she is. She gets to see how you are. Do you know what more I'm saying? It's yeah. more entertainment. It's more interactive. Yeah. Personality comes out more. Yeah. So yeah, this whole eating food thing or, or cinema for a first date, dead. Man said no interaction. <laughs> no interaction. Nah, dead, 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 dead. Anyways. But if you're an interesting personality, that should be enough. That should be enough. But Some then anyway. the journey, if you're going to the cinema together, the journey there has to bang. You have to make her laugh and the journey back. Or you need to do something afterwards as well. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's besides the point. Um, slide in my DMs, I'm single. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so for me, you hit her up. Uh, you're chatting. First date, second date. Third, by the third day, um, so yeah, first day. In fact, from the first day, I would say it's an exclusive. No, the first day is not exclusive. After the first date, you need to decide. If you then ask her to go on a second date, from that point onwards, it's in your mind it should be exclusive and you should tell her that, in my opinion. Of course, you need and to then, communicate. So yeah, you need to communicate that. So that's second date, exclusive. Third date, you're feeling each other's vibe, exclusive, cool, whatever. Even on that third date, I would say, yeah, the fourth day after that, then you can be like, all right, cool, be my girl, da-da-da-da. Um, 
we'll just kind of keep talking, really. But by the fourth date, it's like, if a girl is going out with you on a fourth date, she must like you. Do you know what I'm saying? I think this kind of speaks to expectation, and that's that's what boundaries help to set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They absolutely. help to set expectations. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, like, you know, one boundary you could have for yourself right there is like, oh, I'm not going to be going on multiple dates with somebody who I'm not interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, and again, like, both guys and girls, I think communicate it, man. Communicate yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, girls are, a lot of girls are always questioning, you know, how does he actually feel about me, blah, mm. blah. You know, he's mm. taking me out on the second date. But guys, don't be ambiguous, man. Mm. Girls, don't be ambiguous. Just be clear, bruv. Ah. Be this, clear, be clear. Do you know what's mad? Some people want this ambiguity thing, which I'll never understand. But That's another episode, hey fam. Ho, hey ho, I'm going to write it down. Let me not start that. But, um, okay, so cool. So you're saying, so from what you've described, you've spoken to the person, yeah. you've then taken them out on a few dates, mm-hmm. and then um, you decide so what yeah, you want exclusivity. Sp- yeah, yeah. So by the second date, you should decide in your mind, cool, you want this to be an exclusive thing because let's say you have potential talking stages with multiple people um, and you haven't taken any of them out on a date. You've done the first date and then you've cut everybody else off. You've realized, oh, I don't really like her personality like that, like on the first date. And then you've already blocked your own blessings with all the other girls that could have been Mm -hmm. something. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there needs to be some level of, all right, cool. Um, You're approaching it cautiously, but at the same time, don't don't be making other girls catch feelings by promising them the world and stuff. Like, you haven't even taken them on the first date. Don't promise them the world. Do you know what I'm saying? But, um... But yeah, so I would definitely say hit them up, chat to them, chat, 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 chat for a bit. See if you like their personality whilst texting or, or messaging or whatever. Then first date, after the first date, decide if it's going to be exclusive or not for yourself. And then let her know that by the second date so that when you're inviting her out for the second date, it's that, all right, cool. This He has something in mind for, sure. this, for this to be long term. Yeah. And then she can make up her mind as to whether she's going to be dealing with other guys or if she, or yeah, if you're gonna make it exclusive, then obviously you'd expect her to make it exclusive as well. Yeah. If she comes out with you on the second date, then the third date, then the fourth date, you can ask, boom, together, boyfriend, girlfriend, da 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 da, doing everything the right way, the right way, the right way, and then marriage, boom, happy ever after. Okay, cool. So for me, um, is I think broadly speaking the same thing. It depends on your starting point. Yeah. You've got people who are friends with who you might be friends with already. Mm-hmm. At which point you've probably already decided whether you want to be with them if they're yeah, already your friend because yeah, you know yeah. their personality. Yeah, you know who they point. are. Um, if you're not friends, then obviously you're getting to know the person likely mm-hmm. through talking to them on, on the phone or talking to them by text yeah, yeah. Um, or whatever it is. Uh, and then, you know, as you kind of get to know them in that talking stage, you want to get to know them a bit better. So mm-hmm. then you take them out on a date, like you said, right. or a few dates or however many or what, just not too many. Mm-hmm. But you take them out on a few dates. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, you, you would have, because by spending money on this person, you've now made an investment. Yeah. In yeah. my personal opinion. hundred. Um, so you've, in my mind, you know, surely you should be having conversations that are kind of helping you to determine whether this person yeah, yeah. is even remotely somebody you'd like to continue being interested in. Hondo. Um, otherwise, what kind of conversations are we having? Yeah. But yeah. that's my personal opinion. And then after, you know, after that talking stage, taking them out in a few days, after taking them out in a few days, then, you know, by this point, hopefully, you know, you've spent a fair bit of money on this person. Yeah. Money you've worked hard for. So... By now, you should know that you want to be exclusive. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then you enter into the relationship stage. And again, the purpose of the relationship stage, in my opinion, because there are some people who are uh, confused about this. They don't understand. There are some people who think, you know, well, 
know the person, get married. There are people who think that. Oh. There are other people who, <laughs> you know, are like, you know, be in a relationship for 10 years and then maybe get married if you feel like it. <laughs> Those guys tend to be male. <laughs> um, don't play yourself, ladies. Let's let's get commitment in there. And guys too, because some girls will just not commit. Very unserious. So yeah. So um so yeah, the relationship is for the purpose of, okay, we're now pursuing marriage. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um otherwise why are we even in a relationship? Yeah, but, man. Because you're you smell nice? Dead. <laughs> Dead. So um so yeah, then you then you get married. Yeah. So yeah. those are the stages. Mm. Okay. So now let's talk, you know, boundaries now. Um there were a few boundaries that that could be there. So you know the stages you're in. Yeah. What would you say, you know, I guess as quickly as we can try anyway, we can take our time with it. In each stage, what what kind of boundaries are you thinking? What are the things that you would warn somebody to do and not to do? This is this is a fantastic point. I think social media hasn't helped dating in our generation. Mm. I was thinking about this as I was mentioning this. When you initially have an interest in someone, obviously it's not just straight date, boom. Speak to them. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Speak to them. Find out how they are. A good boundary to set for yourself. Don't feel like you need to speak to them every single day okay. and communicate that to them. I realize a lot of people, they'll speak, you know, all day to somebody who's... And this is just a talking stage. You haven't even taken them out on a date. Mm. They'll speak all day to them. Um, and then, you know, all night as well, they'll be doing like, okay, cool. They've got come to know each other for one, two weeks, three weeks. They'll be doing FaceTimes. You'll be on, on the phone for hours to each other, speaking about all topics under the sun. All of a sudden, you reach a certain day, you can't think of anything else to talk about. Mm. You've burnt out so quickly. Do you know what I'm saying? It's true. You've burnt out so quickly. So in that case, like, speak to them one time, you know, slide a compliment their way. For some reason, some people want to play this game of when somebody drops a picture and they look nice and it's been strategic to get your attention. You don't want to pop out because you want to be looking cool. You want to do guy. Allow it, man. Just if you look nice, I'll slide out. I'll be like, yeah, you're looking yeah, sweet man, today still. Yeah, man, slide up in there. Looking in sweet, the DM specifically. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not anything else. Not just yet. <laughs> oh, what a yeah. guy. So obviously, yeah. So obviously, yeah. I'd say that's one big, big boundary. Like a lot of people speak and they will exhaust a lot of good topics and conversations. And I don't know if I'd call that a boundary. I'd just call that a consideration. So what kind of boundary do you have do you have in mind? So um so for example it dep- again it depends on the kind of relationship you want to have. Yeah, yeah. So for example the relation the boundaries that a Christian girl would have mm-hmm. and I mean a real Christian girl, not one who's just one by name. Shit. Um a real Christian girl's boundaries would be different to certain females. Mm who are, for example, sending nudes to a guy that they just added on Snapchat. Oh, that's just... I they're they're going to have two stupid. different kinds of boundaries. I say that's stupid, but... That, that's their own choice. I think it's unwise. Getting back to it, um, they're going to have two different values, man. Yeah, they're going to have that. two different boundaries. So that. for the Christian girl, she's she wants to have God's kind of relationship, which is purity. Mm-hmm. A relationship where love is built mm-hmm. um, and you... You, you know, she wants to build that kind of environment in preparation for marriage. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the girl who's sending nudes, you know, she's on it. She mm. wants what she wants. Or the guy who's sending nudes, because guys do that too. She's, they're both on it. You know what I mean? Very distasteful. They're, they're going to speak to you and then immediately it's going to get into sex talk and immediately it's going to get into, okay, what can we do to one another? And okay, what are you doing on Friday? Mm. Do you feel what I'm saying? Mm. Two very different kind of relationships. So yeah, it depends yeah, yeah. on the relationship you want. We're going along the lines of the Christian relationship so now in the talking stage, 
in my mind, I'm like, okay, um, boundaries you want to set, you probably don't want to be talking about sex in an affectionate way in the talking stage. I hear that. Girls, if a guy or guys, if a girl is just jumping to sex um, in, an, in an attempt to like start to make things sexual very quickly, that's a boundary, in my opinion. Ah, that's a boundary. The quintessential Christian, of course. The quintessential Christian. So I, I've, like, I, I think at that point, and again, speak about sex in, in an affectionate way. You mm. can speak about sex like a scientist mm. and strip it of its emotion. Yeah, get That's, people's thoughts and opinions on certain things. Yeah, and you know, and yeah, you strip it off because there are, I mean, there are different ways to, anyway, this is a different conversation for another day. So I don't think you should be talking about sex um, like, like in, an, in an affectionate way All in right. a talking stage. All right. I think another boundary is probably um, you don't need to get incredibly personal in the talking stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can, and it depends on who you're talking to, but not you don't need to tell advised. them. Yeah, it's not necessarily advised. At least things that are intimate very, to you. Very, personal, yeah. Very yeah, personal. Yeah. You don't need to talk about that. You don't need to give them your whole and life telling story. Telling them your fears and insecurities and all that kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to give them things that they can use to hurt you, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's my opinion of, of talking stage. All right. Um, dating stage now, when you're dating, because... Mm. Dating stage is just now we're talking in person, face to face. So again, it's it's pretty much the same things. But at this at the dating stage now, you probably are starting to get more into like what you are, what you want to do in life. Right. You're kind of getting into that because you you know you want to know his vision. He mm. wants to know what you you envision for your life as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's something that you'd maybe be talking about in the dating stage that you might not necessarily go into a lot of depth mm. in the talking stage. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the relationship stage now, okay, now we're building intimacy, in my opinion. And when mm. I say build intimacy, I mean emotional intimacy. Shouldn't that building intimacy be kind of an overlap between the talking stage and the relationship stage? What do you think I mean by intimacy? Intimacy is getting to or getting closer emotionally to each other. Mm-hmm. That is intimacy. So mm-hmm. kind of being not absolutely laid bare because that's marriage. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But, yeah, that's a great point. But there's definitely like this person knows more about me and a, a, and some of my fears and some of my worries and, and intimate some intimate things about me than the regular person would. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I feel like intimacy is in terms of that relationship stage. I hear that. So I think there is an overlap there between the talking stage and the relationship stage. I hear that, but I, I think the the degree to the intimacy um, is greater in the relationship stage than in the talking stage. No, of course it is. Absolutely, you know I mean? absolutely, so absolutely, absolutely. Of course, in a manner of speaking, just talking to somebody is building relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. building intimacy, if, if we're going to use that definition. Just yeah, talking yeah. to them in the first place is mm-hmm. because then they're, they're figuring out a bit about your personality. They're mm-hmm. figuring out a bit about, you know, what you find to be courteous, what you're like, what you think is discourteous, all yeah, these different yeah. things. But then when you enter into a relationship, now, because the proximity is closer, mm. now there's more required. So, yeah. for example... You know, they can now, they're in a position now to upset you, but you're willing to stay with them. Yeah. In the talking and dating stage, if they upset you, you can choose to leave. Mm, in the mm, relationship mm. stage, you can choose to leave too, but there's a concerted effort because you found out enough about their vision, who they are as a person, yeah, that, yeah. and you're finding out more. Mm. You know their core 
you know who they are as a core per- you know who they are at their core yeah which was enough for you to get into the relationship mm-hmm. now because you know who they are at their core you're now willing to um sort of uh what's the word when you kind of like wrestle together mm. to 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 build a, a unity that is rock solid for marriage. I hear that. Do you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear and that. And part of that wrestling with, with one another, or part of that getting to know each other is like, okay, you've offended me. Why did this offend me? Sometimes mm. that's going to require you to go into your past. My brother used to do this to me and it made me feel like this. Yeah, now yeah. you're getting into insecurities. Mm, mm, mm. And now you're explaining to this person, now they're mm. potentially helping you to overcome that insecurity so it's, or it's, they're, they're, they're understanding that insecurity and giving you the space you need. Yeah, so it's it's effectively working out that relationship. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just like you need to out. work out your... Your faith with inferiority. Where is God who has that work with you? Come on, you. man, come on, come with on. With the will to do and to do according to his good pleasure. God is dragging me on that soapbox, small, small. Uh, we all have to <laughs> get on the soapbox one day. But, um, save, but. but yeah, when you get to that relationship stage, I definitely agree. It's a thing where you need to work out uh your you need to work out the relationship. You know, and it, it takes more effort. It's an yeah. active effort. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Okay, so something that um that I think is key to note here is what are the boundaries that you set for other people? Mm. For example... Outside of the, re- outside outside of the relationship. Okay, okay. For some people, it's like, okay, nobody's going to know that I'm even speaking to somebody until I get married and I post the wedding pictures. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's what some that's people are like. Point. Other yeah, people, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? So there are so many different boundaries that loads of be- different people have and it depends on the context you're particularly in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Be wise. Read scripture. Mm. But what what would you say with pertaining to people outside of the relationship? What would you say are the boundaries? Um, Before we, we, we sort of get into the whole... Boundaries, I'd say physical contact is a big one. Particularly, I know for a lot of Muslim women, uh, they could have friends, like male friends, before they get married. Uh, or um, sometimes even before they're in a, in a relationship. But most times before they get married. No, a lot of them whilst they're in a relationship as well. Um, and before, when they were single, they were hug guys. Do you know what I'm saying? They were hug guys and it's calm and they'll do all of that. But remember they're in a relationship. Yep, that boundary, boom, just a spud or like, you know, the little the little side hug or like, just like another a little wave or something. So that's one boundary that is set. Um and for good reason as well. Because in this lifetime, many of us are attracted to many different people. Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? A lot of people will catch our eye and you know, we'll find them attractive. So setting that boundary I think is a good thing. Um obviously people that are attentive will notice that change. Mm. Um so how you will twang it and tell them, yeah, there's just obviously I've got a girl now and I've got a I've got a a man now and it can't really run like that. You know, people that are down for you, they'll understand. Another boundary that I think, um, trying to, uh, or actively trying to stop being out late at night with opposite people, mm. with op- for people from the opposite sex rather. Yeah. So that's another thing, you know, like let's say people, if they drink alcohol or they go to dinner or whatever, you know, trying to abstain from doing that with people of the opposite sex. Sure. Because I think there are a lot of people that have friends of the opposite sex in their friendship group that they find attractive. Yeah. Lord knows I do. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Lord knows I do. So I think setting that boundary there is also another another very, very good thing to do. Mm. I think um, it's quite broad. By the way, 
we've intentionally not spoken on physical boundaries because the person was like, well, you know, physical boundaries, like, is what we hear about all the, uh, all the time, but there mm. are other kinds of boundaries. So, for example, I think in the talking stage, yeah, I think there are emotional boundaries, there's physical boundaries with people outside of the relationship, mm -hmm. and there's obviously conversational boundaries as well. Absolutely. I think in the talking stage, you're getting to know this person. Part of the talking stage, especially if you were friends before, is that you're talking to them in a capacity that you wouldn't necessarily speak to other people. Yes. So the frequency of you talking to them is higher. Mm. The the sort of the 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 amount of energy you're giving this person is just higher. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um so you're not giving them friend energy, basically. You're mm. giving them, okay, I'm interested in you. I want to find out a bit more about you. Okay. I think when you get into the relationship stage now, and again with dating stage, you want to be careful with uh, how you're treating other guys yeah, if you're a girl yeah, yeah. and how you're treating other girls if you're a guy. Because Absolutely. the person who's looking at you is watching how you treat them mm. and seeing whether that's an indication of what, you know you continuing to treat them that way. So mm. for example, if you're very, very physical, very, very touchy with other guys and you're a girl, mm. you know, if at the dating stage, you know, your guy sees that mm. or you're in the same circles and your guy's seeing you or on Instagram or on Snapchat, he's seeing you be very touchy with other guys. Yeah he may not like that. That doesn't fill him with the greatest of confidence. It doesn't fill him with the greatest of confidence. So even maybe like in the dating phase or in the talking phase, you want to be careful what you're putting out there about yourself. You don't want to necessarily... Like you, you want him to see that he's in a category that nobody else is in. Yes. Okay. So that, that's my personal opinion. In the relationship now, um, I think that you do have to set boundaries. Like for example, if you were talking, if you've got loads of female friends, and you were talking to them every single day before you got into a relationship. Mm. Now you're in a relationship. You're not talking to those female friends every day. Yeah. Does does that? You're not you're not talking to female friends every day. Mm -hmm. If you are like again like the way you are touchy with other people. If you are a touchy person, like whoever you're in a relationship with should have a touchiness with you that's that not everybody gets. It's exclusive. It's exclusive. Hondo. And I don't mean that they get to have sex with you. It's a Christian relationship. No sex before marriage. Mm -hmm. Undebatable. There is no situation where that's allowed mm -hmm. um but you know you should be pure towards your friends anyway yeah so that when you for example wrap your arms around your boyfriend's neck that's not something that you're doing with everybody else yeah, yeah do you know yeah. what i'm saying um and so a, t a cheap example for guys you know the sisters at church side hug or don't hug at all you can shake yeah. their hand i spud i'll spud or i'll spud be like them. i'll just wave from a distance or wave for a di from a distance yeah or yeah, yeah. With your own girlfriend Okay, you'll hug her instead. Mm -hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, depending on who you are, you might kiss her. There are some people, you know, there are varying scales. With ah, other people, you might ah, touch their bum. Ah. These are other boundaries. But we said we would stay out of the physical. <laughs> so, of course, with, 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 and again. Bundesliga! <laughs> somebody wants to play in that league. But to be honest, if, it, you know, you've, because some people might want to come for our next right now. Relax. Allow it, man. You must be wise. Allow it. If you know that something is going to set you on fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't, don't even. Don't even pick up the matchsticks. Don't even don't pick do up it. the oil. Just, just walk out the back. house. Just walk out the back. house. Do you Simple. know what I mean? Anyway, I think emotionally, people of the opposite sex. Mm. I, I think in a relationship, there should reach a stage where you're closer to your boyfriend than you are emotionally to other people. Yes, I think it's a gradual incline. Mm. I think you eventually get there, but you need to get there before marriage, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. The closest person to you, in my opinion, should be your fiance. Yes. Uh, before you get married. 
Mm. Um, so I think so that that there needs to, it needs to be basic. Basically, it needs to be clear. Very interesting. That the person who you are with is the person that you are um, most intimate with, so to speak, or who yes. has the most access to you. And that's not just physical intimacy. We're talking about emotional intimacy yeah. as well. Yeah, insight into your mind, yes. into your emotions, mm. um, and even insight into your plans, which would likely affect your future. Yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of start as you mean to go on. Did you want to say anything on that? No, no, no. I agree, man. I agree. I agree. It's it's definitely. I just felt it was it was really interesting that you know, at the point where somebody's your fiance, they should be the most the most intimate person. Um, or the person that you're most intimate with. Yeah. I find that interesting that it's not your parents. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's a, it's okay. a very interesting dynamic there. I forgot. There's a good point you mentioned that because where do parents fit in in all of this? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, because, yeah, I didn't even consider that. I think I when I was much younger, you know when you're much younger and you, you, you're playing your games, you're doing what you know you shouldn't be doing, you're running mm -hmm. around and you're calling yourselves boyfriend and girlfriend and you have no idea what's going on and you yeah, hide it from yeah. your parents because they said that you should just read your book. I hear that one. And they don't want to see you around any boys or any girls. Serious. In those days, I wouldn't tell my my mum about somebody I was interested in. Mm. She would eventually just find out. Mm. However, <laughs> my brother's laughing because I wouldn't tell him either. He would eventually just find out. But, you know, and again, we're talking small, small boy, you know, 14, 12, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But now that's playing, that's playing boyfriend, girlfriend. But now when I was much older and particularly when I became serious to the place of like, no, genuinely, I would, I think I'd like to marry that young lady. Again, even then when I was younger, I didn't really know what I was talking about, but yeah, I yeah. think I'd like to marry this young lady. Mm. At that point, it became a thing of I'm, I'm going to tell my mom about this first. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Because then she can bring another perspective, especially if we're all in the same circle. She mm. can bring another perspective of this particular person that I may not see. I hear that. Uh, and so since then, it's always been like a thing of, okay, you know, I've been very free to tell my mom if there's somebody that I'm interested in. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. that she kind of knows it. That doesn't mean I'm coming back home and saying, oh, mom, do you know what such and such said to me today? Blah, blah. Like, I'm not telling her about everything. Yeah, of course. But... You know, we can't be afforded to do that one, boy. Uh, well, uh, well, if <laughs> I mean, if you've got nothing to hide, then surely you can. But like, genuinely, it becomes a thing of you know, no, they they are wise counsel. If yeah, you've got wise yeah, parents, yeah, anyway, it's true. they are wise counsel, spiritual oversight to kind of like watch over that process and, yeah, and yeah, give you advice true. and things like that and protect you as well. Mm. Um, because if you're a very nice guy, you could be manipulated. Ah. If you're a very nice girl, you could be taken advantage of. We hate to see it. If you're not very, they could protect you from yourself. You might not be as kind as you think you are. Mm. And they might mm. hear you being a bit rude on the phone and they'll be like, hey, you know, I overheard this. Is everything okay? Take it easy. Like. Take it easy, you know, because they've, they've, you know, they've got that insight. Yeah. So, yeah. But then how much should you say? Mm, Should you mm. be telling people about what the, the happenings of your own relationship? What do you think? It depends on the stages. It depends on the stages. I think there needs to be some sort of code uh, to secrecy at each level. I think too many people are very, very quick, particularly in this social media generation, too many people are quick to post up their man or their girl and... You know, I've always said I'm the type of person that by the time uh, I get into a relationship, I the whole world will know that I have a girl. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I've got nothing to hide and I'll be very proud of her. Um, but at the same time, people can be inner. People can, you know, mm -hmm. pry. People can, 
you know, some people call it evil eye and stuff like that. Um, I just feel like there's great wisdom in keeping things quiet or yeah. keeping things under wraps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah Only yeah. certains that need to know will know. Like when you see me randomly posting a picture of me and my girl on Snap, then it's at that point that you'll know I have a girl. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, it's at that point that you'll know I have a girl. So I think there's great wisdom in in keeping the fact that you're in a relationship or even talking to someone under wraps. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's good because what you don't want to happen is you enter a relationship and then things, you know, negotiations break down. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, you've got them plastered all over your social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden now, you either have to keep a strong face and keep the person there, mm. or you're deleting the person and then, you know, everyone's kind of like, oh, have they broken up? And nobody's oh, yeah, bold enough to face. come and ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now, you know what I mean? It just, it just, I personally for me, it, it's not the best way to go about things. Yeah, 100. Um, so I, I agree. I personally, um, it's, it's personally, yeah, it's just best to keep your business to yourself. Yeah, man. And I think that should be the general idea of the relationship. Keep it to yourself. If somebody asks, are you in a relationship? You can say yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you can, you can say yes. Um, but again, that's up to you to decide of your partner. Mm. So, yeah. But then in terms of, I say it should be a, a general part of the relationship because I also think that should be the same when, you have issues mm. or you have disagreements. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. there are different levels of issues. When you have a disagreement with your partner, I don't think every time you have a disagreement, somebody else needs to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think trust is very, very important because people are inner mm. and they'll come and spoil your relationship for you. Also, you, you mentioned something off the air before we started recording. You said how the way you speak about your partner yeah. um, to other people is how they will treat them. Yeah. So if you want to expand on that a bit. So... Um, I've, I value respect a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I staunch value Niger man. You call me a staunch <laughs> Niger man. The Nigerians <laughs> will call me British. The British will call me Nigerian. But like, I value, I value respect a lot. And I try to give what I want to receive. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So for me, it's like, I will not talk to you in a way that will allow people from the outside to dishonor my woman. Mm-hmm. I'm single, by the way. But I will not, if I was in a relationship, I, yeah, right, yeah. by the way, I had to say that because <laughs> a certain friend of mine was like, you didn't make it clear on the on the podcast whether you're single or you're in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought I'd make it clear. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd make it clear. Um, but yeah, you, you, don't, you don't want somebody to come and dishonor your wife. Yeah, yeah. Or to dishonor your woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, particularly because you're one flesh. If she dishonors my woman, she's dishonoring me. Yeah, I hear and that. I, I hear cannot that. accept that. <laughs> I refuse to accept that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, unless it's for the sake of Christ, that's a different story entirely. Jesus mm-hmm. told us that will come. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so sometimes people don't realize that when you're just venting how you feel to mm. your girl, mm. right, or to your guy, mm. but it typically I think it happens more with girls. Yeah, I think. Or it happens with guys when they're beefing, when your best friend is beefing the girl. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because yeah. he's been vent because you've been venting to your boy yeah. about your girl who's annoying you. You know, he's now beefing with your girl, let's say, and now he's now telling your girl things that you told him yeah, in confidence. Yeah, yeah. It's not the one. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be the one. There is great dignity in keeping what's between two people private. Yeah. There's great dignity and there's great respect. And you know, it's a very good point. 
a lot of people are out here, you know, speaking badly about their partners because of a certain argument or whatever to their friends. Yeah. And then their friends saying, oh, yeah, men ain't this and men are trash and it's this and it's that. And it's like the girl who even told the friends or the guy who told his friends, his, his boys, about their partner, even they're kind of looking at it and they're being like, oh, like I only really tell you guys about the bad stuff. Like you guys don't see the good stuff that they do. Yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? You guys yeah. don't see the happy moments, the good times, mm -hmm. the good memories, the good dates, the this and that when we traveled. And it's like, it's very just one-sided and it's, and it's unbalanced, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, I think obviously if stuff does go wrong, it's good to seek counsel from somebody who's wise. And unbiased. And unbiased, you know what I'm saying? Genuinely. It's very. It's a good idea, to and that might be like your that. friend. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know, I you know, I'm so. For example, I'm somebody, and there are people who can testify to this. I think, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but like generally, the kind of way I'm inclined. If you come and tell me that somebody else has done something against you, the first question I'll ask is, "What did you do?" Mm, 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 serious. It doesn't matter how innocent you think you are. I'll look at you and be like, "Okay." Let's let's turn the mirror to ourselves first. Let's see, is there a log of wood in our own eyes? Mm. What what could we have done better? Mm. Because people will always come and tell you their side of the story as they're as if they're the hero. Yeah, yeah. Whereas meanwhile, there's fault on both ends. Mm. But and because people lack empathy or they don't care to think about how does the other person feel yeah. in some cases, they won't see that. Mm. So the first thing I'll ask is, okay, what did you do? Okay, you resp what this person did was wrong. What yeah. they did to you was wrong. But the way you responded was also wrong. Mm. And it is not justified right. just because you feel hurt. Right. So I'm sorry to say we need to pattern up in that area next mm. time. Mm. And then, okay, let's now address the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're not going to come to me by the grace of God, you're not going to come to me and now, because it happens to so many people mm. and that's how people make enemies because yeah. they heard something about somebody else. Yeah, it's all hearsay. It's all Chinese hearsay. Whispers. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. don't know what the person who was speaking to you did wrong. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? So you might have friends who will be unbiased. Mm. That's absolutely fine. That's good. Yeah. Um, but even in those cases, like you want to keep some fidelity in the relationship. Mm. You want to keep some emotionally fidel emotional fidelity in the relationship. You guys are both going to grow. Um, and you don't necessarily, because this is the other thing, you don't want other people on the outside to maybe hinder that growth process. Yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah. by that is that sometimes you'll tell somebody on the outside about something that your partner did to offend you. Mm. You and your partner will resolve it, but that friend will still be offended on your behalf. Yeah, yeah, and they don't know that it's been resolved. You'll be telling your friend, oh, we've resolved it, we're cool, and stuff like that. Mm. But your friend was watching you cry to her or him. Yeah. And so that person now has a bad taste in their mouth about your partner, mm. especially if you weren't all friends in the first place. Mm, 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 it's true. And that put that friend of yours can keep that negative, you know, perspective, uh, perspective. Wow. Wow. Perception yeah, <laughs> or yeah, perspective yeah. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. your partner for mm -hmm. years to come. Yeah, it's true. So, you know, you need to be very selective if at all you're telling anything about your partner. But um, we'll just sort of end here by saying, um, so obviously a, a lot of people who might listen to this might not be married. Mm. And so I think the best thing is this, um, in terms of boundaries for relationships between the two of you, um, for those on the outside, protect, protect the fidelity of your relationship. Yes. Kind of try and follow the same principle where yeah. when you are receiving toxic expressions and I, you need to understand what toxicity really is. Right. Um, so be careful who you model your relationship after. Mm. There are some people who think that having too many disagreements um, means that, you know, the relationship is toxic. Mm. It, again, it,
it depends on what the disagreements are about. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? If you're disagreeing over food all the time, that doesn't necessarily mean that the relationship is toxic. Mm. If you're disagreeing over whether you should have Bible study or not and, you know, whether he should be leading you and this, that, you know, just just be careful. But understand what toxicity is yeah. so that you can rightly identify it and rightly bring the relationship to an end if need be. Yeah. Um, but, you know, inside of the relationship, I, I'd say between the two of you, seek purity, mm-hmm. seek emotional purity, bear in mind that it could end. So mm-hmm. you don't want to put, like, you don't want to, you know, give to your boyfriend what you should only give to your husband. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's maybe a good way, a broad way of, like, defining what the boundaries ought to be. Absolutely. You don't want to give to your hus- to your boyfriend what you should only give to your husband. Likewise, yeah. you don't want to give to your wife, what, to your girlfriend, what you should only give to your wife. Mm. So there are some things that do need to be kept. But obviously, the closer you get to marriage, once we're getting into that, you know, um, once engagement has been made, Mm. that's when, okay, we're probably getting a lot more intimate emotionally now. Mm -hmm. You know, do you you know what I mean? Um, Or by the time you hit engagement. Yeah. I'm saying you should know that, okay, this is the guy I want to marry. And yeah, ultimately, let the Holy Spirit lead you. Definitely, man. And you'll be fine. Definitely. So that marks another episode of the Purple Podcast. Come on. Thank you, Purple people, for tuning in. Gang. Obviously, follow us on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, comment, subscribe or follow on Spotify. Slide in the DMs. Slide in the DMs. Um, yeah. Send the Addy. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I listen, as always, get yourself a bit of red and a bit of blue. And come and be a part of the Purple People. Come on, fam. Love. Peace and love. Purple people.